coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. What possessed you to want to be mayor? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been in broadcasting or do you think you might go into it? When you're done with this? You know, I, uh, I did uh, work for a little bit at uh, the radio station at, uh, in Gainesville, WRUF. Oh, wow. WRUF FM Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> if the opportunity arose, uh, I'd certainly be interested in it. Uh, I love coming to work every day, and you know, I feel blessed that I'm able to say that. So the food scene, I think, plays heavily into the success we have not only in creating a great quality of life for the people who live here, mm-hmm. but for being a reason that people come to visit here. I was thinking as I was coming to the show today that of all the interviews I do, today's is the one that probably will get me in trouble with more people than any other one. <laughs> because if I don't talk about their specific restaurant and how great it is, somebody's going to be mad. Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to. But you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and new episodes will automatically download and then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured interview is with Rick Kreisman, the mayor of St. Petersburg. We talked to Mayor Kreisman about how he got his start in politics, what he thinks of the explosion of the food and restaurant scene, and then we ask him some tough and not so tough foodies questions. We have a great show, so stick around. I must admit, when Booyah Ramen opened nearly two and a half years ago, I wasn't really all that excited. I really couldn't understand how a restaurant could survive serving just ramen. Boy, was I ever wrong. Of course, all I really knew about ramen was the packaged grocery store noodles that I ate on for really cheap in college. I did not understand that ramen is really a thing. A big thing. Kevin is the lover of all things soup in our household, and he was determined to introduce me. I'm so thankful he did. The broth has a complexity that you can't understand until you try it. It has to cook for hours and hours and for some nearly 24 hours to obtain all of the complex layers. But Booyah isn't just about ramen. It is a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with housecrafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey and izakaya too. Booyah is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, booya? A little note on this episode before we get into the interview with Mayor Kreisman. Uh, ever since we got a new puppy in December, she has been here in studio with us for every single episode. 
There may be one or two past episodes where you heard a squeak of a dog toy. On this episode, you're going to hear a lot more from Lola, our long-haired chihuahua. She could not contain herself that the mayor was here. She wanted him to play with her. Now on to the interview. We'd like to welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast, and I'd like to say we are privileged and grateful to have as our guest, the Honorable Rick Kreisman, Mayor of St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Mayor. Yes. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you. So in addition to a law degree from Stetson, you also earned a BS in broadcasting from the University of Florida. Go which, Gators. <laughs> Gators. <laughs> which obviously comes in handy for interviews and podcasts, but have you ever <laughs> been in broadcasting or do you think you might go into it when you're done with this? You know, I, uh, I did uh, work for a little bit at uh, the radio station at, uh, in Gainesville, WRUF. WRUF FM Gainesville (laughs) Uh, was an on-air disc jockey uh, Uh back in the days when we were still spinning vinyl. Right. Uh, So it's been a little bit, but uh, I loved it. Uh, You know, the the funny thing is, is I decided I wasn't going to go into broadcasting because, you know, in that business, you move around a lot. You work nights, you work weekends, you work holidays. So I said, well, I don't want to work nights, weekends, and holidays. So <laughs> Now you work all now the time. Now I work nights, weekends, <laughs> and holidays. Yeah, so that right. didn't work out so well. But The irony. Yeah, but I, you know, if, if the opportunity arose, uh, I'd certainly be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't have an easy job, and, and you're doing it in a fishbowl. Uh, <laughs> we also have a YouTube show, The Mayor's Lounge, Yes, uh, where you do interviews. And uh, I, think, I think Bob Buckhorn said to you, the mayor of Tampa, in case yep. anybody doesn't know, it's the hardest job you'll ever love. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. That is. It's the, you know, in, in any job I've ever had in my lifetime, this has uh, been the best job. Uh, I love coming to work every day, and you know, I feel blessed that I'm able to say that because, uh, you know, if, as I like to tell kids, if you love what you're doing, you're going to be really good at it. Exactly. If you're passionate about what you're doing, you're going to be good at it, and it's mm-hmm. not going to feel like work. And I'm not going to say I don't have days where I'm frustrated or people say things that that aren't nice but that's okay it comes oh, with gosh, the territory that has to happen every day <laughs> it, it, you know it, it's it's worse than it used to be just because of social media right. and you know people feel a lot more empowered mm-hmm. to put things uh on facebook or to tweet things out that they would never say to your face and right right you know that's just the world we live in today unfortunately yes we, yeah. we get a tiny little taste of that with i'm what sure we you do. guys do like, yeah yeah you it's, wouldn't think so but we do smaller than you deal with but well yeah. i'm not sure anybody's immune from it right now just because it seems to be society, but obviously when you are, whether you have a podcast or you're a, you know, an elected official, you're out in public, uh, mm-hmm. people feel more empowered than they do normally. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So you, you deal with a lot of serious stuff, uh, but today we're talking food and yes. no, no politics on the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. And, but before we get into some food stuff, we should probably do a little bit of your background. How, how did you get here? And... What possessed you to want to be mayor? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I love to, one of the things I get to do in this job is talk with kids. And one of the things I always have said to them is, you know, when I was growing up, this was not something that I always envisioned that I was going to do in my life. I I never thought I was going to grow up and and become mayor of the city of St. Petersburg. In fact, when I was growing up, I wasn't sure I was even going to stay in St. Petersburg because... The city was so quiet and sleepy, and they're but just, you were born here. I've lived here now forty-seven years. Good part um, of your life. So most of my life has been here, but was born in Detroit okay. and moved here when I was about nine. 
Um, and so I, most of my life has grown up here, you know, Pasadena Elementary, Azalea Middle mm-hmm. School, uh, Bogusiega, which is now called the Bogusiega High School. Like the Ohio State that's University. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and then went off to Florida and then came back for law school at Stetson and started practicing law. And it was a high school friend who was interested in politics that decided to run for office and asked me to run his campaign. And I said, well, I've never done that. And he said, well, neither have I. So right. uh, we both uh, took the, the plunge and weren't successful the first go round, but he was the second. And that's kind of what got me interested in politics. And then in, in 99, I decided to run for city council against the incumbent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of first time candidates, was not successful. But he, mm-hmm. uh, he resigned uh, to run for the state house seat that was opening up. Mm-hmm. And I got appointed to city council and then ran, uh, I think, two additional times uh, before deciding to run for the state house and spent six years in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Very frustrated there because uh, ideas didn't seem to matter as much as what party you were affiliated with or who was contributing to your campaigns. Right. I, you know, was watching what was happening here, being a resident of St. Pete and uh, knew the mayor, served with the mayor at the time, Bill Foster, mm-hmm. who's a very good man. Yes. And, and, and as a friend, he and I go and have lunch. But just felt like I could maybe take the city in a little different direction than he was. Right. And so decided to, to, to throw my hat in the ring in uh, 2013 and run. And uh, was fortunate enough to be successful then and, and once again in re-election. We are very grateful for that. <clears throat> well, thank you. Thank you for doing the job you do. Yes. Thank you. So. I know how I would describe the food and restaurant scene in downtown St. Pete, but I want to hear how you would. Yeah, it's what's what's happening here when it comes. I think we've become a real foodie town. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, and I, I mean, I remember the day where, you know, you, you'd go to Alio's or, and, and there, there just weren't uh, Tangelo's. There weren't that many places in downtown right. that you could eat. Right. And so if you worked in downtown, which I did it for, for a period of time, you found yourself at the same one or two places, basically, because those were the only one or two places. The, big, the biggest change, I think, today is there are so many opportunities and right. so many choices mm-hmm. that uh, sometimes it's hard to decide where to go because you've, you've just got so many different choices of so many good really good restaurants that are in downtown. That's true. We actually use our own group to search to figure out where we want to go because we can't figure it out half re- the time. Can't remember all the places sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the cool thing is, is it's not just in the heart of downtown, it's headed west. Or, you know, yeah. So you go along Central Avenue, now you go into the Edge District and there are great places to eat there. You go in Grand, um, Central. Grand Central, there are great places to eat. On the Deuces, mm-hmm. there are places to eat. We were just, I just left City Hall and Callaloo was in there uh, mm-hmm. giving a, a status report and I mean, their food is outstanding. It is. You know, and if you haven't checked it out, you need to. That's a great place to go eat. And then even out in West St. Pete, you know, where I live, uh, there's some great restaurants, although there tends to be a little bit more chain mm-hmm. restaurants out in West St. Pete than there are local. But now in the, in the West Central uh, Community Village area, a community village out uh, in the, around the 7200, 7400 block of Central Avenue, mm-hmm. the Wheelhouse uh, is there and Alessia right. is there. Right. And and likes the crab room. cakes reading and the room. reading room. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, so now there are some good independents out West St. Pete too. Nice. So this, this ties in well with, uh, I, I was talking to Pete Bolin, the co-owner of the galley, whom yep. you know. Yes. And asked him, do you have any questions you want me to ask the mayor? <laughs> and he sent over a whole bunch of hard-hitting stuff that I threw out. <laughs> uh, but he ha- there's, there's two questions okay. here that kind of tie in with what we're talking about. Uh, Pete said, how do you think the dining culture helps to shape a city 
And also, what do you attribute the explosion of restaurants and bars to the downtown scene the last decade or so? And then he gave me what his answer would be. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the, the dining scene contributes significantly to the success of a city. You know, I mean, when people come here to visit, uh, if they're like me, when I go to other cities, I don't want to go to a chain. I don't want to go to a right. place that exists in the city I came from. I want to see what it's like to enjoy what's there locally, what the people who live in that city get to experience on a daily basis. And, you know, if you don't have a whole lot to choose from, uh, then most likely it's not a place you're going to want to go back to because you don't get to experience that local experience. Right. You know, so whether it's our galleries and shops or our restaurants and craft breweries, that's why people come here in the numbers they do. And I hear that uh, from, from the CVB all the time, that, that the, the comments they get from people who are visiting here is they love St. Pete and in particular downtown St. Pete because of the uniqueness uh, and the fact that you can eat at places or drink in uh, bars or in craft breweries that you can't find anywhere else in the country. Not the waterfront doesn't hurt. And either. the waterfront doesn't <laughs> hurt either. But I think yeah. that's, yes. I think so the food scene, I think plays heavily into the success we have, not only in creating a great quality of life for the people who live here, mm -hmm. but for being a reason that people come to visit here. Right. And so I, so I think, you know, that that's a big part of it. The second question was... What, what do you attribute the explosion of restaurants and yeah. bars to the downtown scene the last decade? Or so? so I think that the growth in the livability and the residence, residential uh, units in downtown St. Pete have certainly added. You know, it's hard to have a restaurant when there's not a lot of people there. So right. I think, so Tampa, downtown Tampa, and I don't say this as a, as a slam on downtown Tampa, Mayor Buckhorn knows this, he and I've talked about it often. You know, they've got tons of, of office, but not a lot of residential in downtown. Right. That's what they're trying to change. Mm -hmm. We've had the opposite. We've had a lot of residential, but not a lot of office. And so having office is great for lunch, but beyond that, there's no nights and weekends if you don't have the residential component. Right. We've got that here in St. Pete, and it's grown in downtown in particular. Mm -hmm. And the, our population has grown. Uh, and the other thing that's happened is, you know, as somebody who grew up in West St. Pete, mm -hmm. you know, 34th Street used to be this, this line that if you lived west of 34th, you never crossed. Right. And if you lived <laughs> east of 34th, you never went west. Right. You know, and so when I'd say to people, well, I'm going to Harvey's because I'm, mm -hmm. I got to get one of those amazing grouper sandwiches. Right. People say, you're going all the way over there. <laughs> well, but they don't say that like they used to anymore. Right. Um, right. You know, and I think that's made a big difference too. And and the success uh, and why we've seen the growth in, our, in, in um, the restaurant scene in St. Pete is because people are now traveling from all over the city to go to restaurants they want to go right. to eat at. And they're crossing the bridge, too. They're crossing the bridge a lot. They're taking buses yeah. to cross the bridge because they want to be in downtown St. Pete so much. And there's the ferry, too. And so. then there's the ferry, which has yes. been sold out regularly, yes. which has been That's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. That is awesome. So Pete said, you know, regarding the explosion of restaurants in downtown, he said his answer would be walkability yep. and the 3 a.m. last call. So maybe he's lobbying to make sure 3 a.m. <laughs> Sounds like a little bit of a lobby on Pete's part there. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I was one of the guys who fought to try and change our blue laws that we had for years, starting when I was on council to... And thank uh, you for that. Yeah, I mean, it was just... It was it's, archaic. It's, it was archaic, <laughs> you know, and... and yeah, we are a more vibrant community. We're a younger community. And, you know, closing shop at 11 or 12 didn't make sense. Right. So, you know, I, I think it has been. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that he feels that way because I, 
I always felt it would be a boom for our, our restaurants and, and, um, mm-hmm. and, and breweries and bars. And so that's great. We're going to take a quick break, have a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. We have good questions, so stick around. Keep on moving. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number no. 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years, and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number no. 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger, too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Have you checked out the new seafood place on Beach Drive yet? You know, Altomari Fish Bar? It's not the standard type of seafood place around here. They fly in fresh stuff from all over the world, and it's not a Florida-themed joint. It's an elegant, European-inspired menu, but it's not pretentious or overpriced. Here's what some Yelpers had to say. The food was outstanding. The service was excellent. We went the small plates route, sharing four. Light, fresh, sweet, sour, and savory touches balancing nicely on each plate. Every dish was splendid. We'll go back for sure. My group especially liked the crab arancini and scallops with corn salsa. However, I do not eat seafood. There were plenty of options for me. The lemon chicken was very good, and the cheese filo underneath was to die for. Salt and vinegar french fries are my new favorite fry. They come with the lobster roll, which my friend really enjoyed as there was light mayo and big lobster chunks. Another one says... We opted to share several small plates rather than getting full entrees. A dozen raw West Coast, great. Marrow topped with tuna tartare, great. Cobia collar, great. Beef carpaccio, great. And octopus, great. I guess everything was great. The recommended wine was good and paired well with seafood. The flavors were delicious and the service was prompt. Check out Altomari Fish Bar at 300 Beach Drive in downtown St. Petersburg. They are open every day at 4 p.m. So during the break, you had a pretty interesting story for us <laughs> because right out the uh, to my left, to your right, out my window is the what used to be the Bank of the America Pryatech building. building yeah. Right now it's Priatech. It was Bank of America back then. So <laughs> you you jumped off that building. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not jumped. Yeah, I was connected to a rope, but uh, yeah, I, that was one of those things. And as mayor, you get asked to do a whole lot of things uh, that you never expected you would. It's one of those where uh, a nonprofit was doing a fundraiser and asked uh, me to participate. And, you know, uh, I typically will say yes if I can and right. without really thinking about what I was committing to. And then realized about two weeks out what I had committed to, which was to rappel down the side of the building. What was going through your head when you were at the top? You know, it was uh, don't look down. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting over the, the side, and it, it, I think it's called uh, Over the Edge, mm-hmm. it, it was the name of the fundraiser, it wasn't as bad as, uh, you know, when I started to go down, they're, they're like, you know, hey, Mayor, wave, you know, and you're holding the oh rope with God. your hands. <laughs> so I wave with one hand, and they're like, no, wave with both hands. I'm like, no. I'm like, <laughs> 
I'm not doing that. <laughs> I got to hold yeah. on to something. It, it was without question the scariest thing I have ever done in my life. Wow. And I don't I, know that I'll ever do it again. I, I'd be afraid to wet my pants doing that. Oh, <laughs> seriously. Well, they had a, Go, a GoPro on my head, but my staff had put on, and they were like, you're going to get great pictures of the city from up here. Right. So, you know, look to your left and to your right when, when you're coming down. And mm-hmm. so the first time I looked to my right toward the pier, mm-hmm. something about it just completely freaked me out. Right. And so I immediately looked forward and I didn't move my head until I got to the ground. <laughs> right, so the yeah. whole video the is, is the building. It's just a wall. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have done any better. I've been in stunt planes, you know, yeah. that have done loop-de-loops where there were open cockpit. I've been in wow. a helicopter, a military helicopter that with the sides open. Nothing scared me like this one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever jump out of a plane? I have not done that yet, I, I, and I'm not sure that I will be able to. I did do it, but it was really the best, one of the best experiences of my really? life. It was, it, once you get over the edge, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So as, as we were coming up from downstairs, uh, I was mentioning that you know, Forge is below us, and yes. you, you had dinner there last night. I did. And you actually have a tribute burger at Forge Garage, <laughs> the yes. Forge yes. Signature. Yes. has your name on it. And that has cheddar, bacon, barbecue sauce, lettuce, tomato, and red onion. Did you have that one last night? I did not. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, will, I will admit that um, I have not eaten my burger because I typically, you know, I, I, I'm weird, I guess, in this way. When I have a burger, I like to taste the, the, the meat and the flavor of, that, of the burger. Me too. And so a lot of times if I'm out having burgers, I'm just getting a plain burger with some cheese on it. That's it. Real basic, very classic. Right. So that uh, would be the American standard yes, at Forge Garage, which is, which is what Chris, I had. <laughs> I think it's the Chris Steinacher, uh, ironically. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, I don't put bacon typically or barbecue sauce or any of that kind of stuff right. on my burger. I don't either. Just I'm, give me a classic cheeseburger. That's I'm, me I'm too. a happy guy. I, I have more on Ford's, but I just want to interject. Uh, when you hear the uh, barking chihuahua in the background, <laughs> we, we also have uh, Ben Kirby on set with us. He's the communications director uh, for the mayor's office. And he's and Lola is demanding that he play with her. Yes. <laughs> but he actually has other stuff to do. Yes. So sorry about that. But so, so you have a tribute burger yes. at Ford's, but do you have the locals discount card? No, I didn't. I didn't know there was one. We we have one for you. Really? Here you go. Oh, that's awesome. They have great onion rings too, by the way. Yes, they do. We have a oh, yeah. funny story about that. Oh yeah, go go ahead. Should I tell it? Yeah, go ahead. We were uh, there on a Saturday afternoon or something, and I'm like, "Let's order the onion rings, honey." He's like, "But there's so many." I go, "You know what? We'll just eat a few, and then we'll pass it around the bar and give it give it." To... I tried to give it the rest of them to two different people who both looked at me and said, oh, "Do you know how bad those are for you?" And I'm like, do you know what restaurant you're in? Yeah. <laughs> you know you're at a sports bar, right? <laughs> yeah. And do you know how good they taste? So I gave up and they went to waste, but wow. I was trying to do something nice. <laughs> oh my. Somebody had done that with us before at one point. So oh, that's cool. Thought, why yeah. not? Oh, those are awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. So now that you've tackled the big issues, the rays, <laughs> the pier, the sewage system, police headquarters, as mayor of this city, 
is there anything you can do to get us a good Chinese restaurant oh. in downtown St. Pete? Oh, God, that's yeah. a good rest. Good you, question. You, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's funny. I, I was thinking as I was coming to the show today that of all the interviews I do, today's is the one that probably will get me in trouble with more people than any <laughs> other one. Because if I don't talk about their specific restaurant and how great it is, somebody's going to be mad. Well, we decided we weren't going to put you on the spot about what your favorite restaurant was or any of that. So. And that's but a, we all know and I'm happy. Yeah. I am happy to talk about restaurants that I yeah. love, but yes. um, but you're right. We do. We could use a really, really good Chinese restaurant. We really could. Um, you know, I'd love to see and and uh, I, f- I think it's called the Twisted Indian. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that just recently opened, and their menu is a little limited, uh, but it's good. And and we do need some really good Indian food. So I'd like to see a little more. If I had one thing, I'd love to see. It's a little more diversity. Yes. In some of the the styles of food mm-hmm. that we have in in, yeah. yes. in the city. Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah, and Indian is another one we could use more. Yeah. And when when the mayor of St. Pete is here is when Lola is on her worst behavior <laughs> yeah, ever. She, she's on top of the couch. She's she, barking at the mayor. She's been here for every podcast. This is the only one she's done this. <laughs> I know. She, well, she knows I have dogs and I love dogs. So she's Good telling her. me her story. Right now we have, these are, these are our hardest hitting questions. Okay. Lola's like, no, look at me. So you order a drink at a restaurant yes. and the server automatically gives you a plastic straw. Do you use it or give it back? No, I don't. I'm not using plastic straws anymore. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I don't miss them. And, and, and I, I know we said we were not going to get political and I'm really not, but have you ever put ketchup on your steak? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And that's, that's another one of those things that you know i see people put a1 steak sauce right. in i don't put thinking, anything on my steak then you're not getting a good steak if no. you're putting exactly that on. or fact, you d- i don't like any sauce on my steak no. i don't want it with bernays or any, you're just like me when it comes to that. i want to taste the flavor <laughs> yes. of the meat and yeah. if they put some seasoning on mm-hmm. it what's that taste like and right i mean i i love food me and too. unfortunately and so i'm never going to be super skinny <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've given up we're the saint petersburg fatties yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what is your position what is your official position on pineapple on pizza. Ew, gross. Oh, I can't do it. I'm a, so I, I, I tend to be a very traditional in, in my food. So yeah, I mean, I'm like a pepperoni pizza guy. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, I knew I voted for the right guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lori, you want to do a lightning round? Do you, know, do you know about what a lightning round is? Uh, short the, answers or quicker yes or yeah, no? Yeah, yeah, and it's okay. usually either or questions. Well, okay. Be- before we do that, Mm-hmm. I do have a question that's okay. not on your sheet over there. Okay. Um, what's next after, after <laughs> this? You know, the analogy I like to give is it's like some, uh, 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 a builder, a home builder who is uh, working on a house. Right. Um, you know, they know they're going to be doing another house, but while they're working on that house, that's where all their focus is. Mm-hmm. So I like to think of myself in that respect. I've got two and a half years left. Right. You know, I know I'm going to do something. I'm not sure what it is when I'm done doing this, but for right now, I just want to focus on building the best house I can mm-hmm. and doing my job as, as good as I can so that I leave this city in as gr- good a place as I can for whoever follows me okay. and that we take care of, you know, some of the big challenges that, you know, have been facing the city or have been ignored that we need to take care of and, and leave the city in a good place. That's a good answer. But do you think you might stay in politics? You know, it's so much about politics is timing. I just have to see if the timing works for me in things that I'm interested in. I love serving. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll. I'm, I'm right now. I'm 
19 years mm-hmm. that I've been in, involved in politics, serving the community in one fashion or another. And I, I love the job. I love when I can make a difference. I mean, when I, when I get an email, for example, from a city employee who mm-hmm. says, you know, thank you for your parental leave policy. You cannot understand the impact it's had on my wife and I. That's or, awesome. you know, it just makes, I tell kids, I, I get to feel like Santa Claus. Right, right. You know, and so I love when I can do something that, that just makes a, a, a big difference. So I'd love to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of whether I have the opportunity. Well, I would vote for you for governor. <laughs> Maybe even president. <laughs> All right. I'll I'm not you. running for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit you with the lightning round. Okay. All right. So, now Kevin wrote this, so let me see if I can say it right. <laughs> um, before we start, I have to ask. Are you now, or have you ever been a vegan? Uh, I am not, but my daughter is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so the world of being vegan has really, in my eyes, changed in what I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've eaten food that she's made or at restaurants. And, and there's a lot of choices out there. There's a lot more choices. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll call out Valhalla Bakery, for example. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, unbelievable. Never even heard of it. Oh, it's on, it's on Central across from Bodega. Oh, um, mm-hmm. okay. And the the and their stuff is vegan, and it's unbelievable. That's great. We'll have to try that for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't been to Cider Press. My kids have. My mm-hmm. daughter has loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rock uh, Rockstar Rockstar. Mm-hmm. I've had their desserts. They're also and they're vegan. They're oh, the desserts are amazing. They're amazing. So. Yeah, I'm, the latest I, new one that we've been hearing a lot about is the golden dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in Gulfport. Okay, so so I, you know, for me, I love burgers, mm-hmm. I love steaks, mm-hmm. so I don't see myself being vegan. Yeah, but good for her and for anyone else who is, and I'm glad there's more choices for you. Yes. All right. Here are the questions. Okay. Sandwiches, grouper or Cuban? Ooh. Um, I love a grouper sandwich, but there's not as many places that have good grouper sandwiches as there are good Cubans. Correct. I would call the galleys one of the best I've had. Yeah. If, you want, if you haven't tried that one. Yes, I have. It's very good. On your Cuban, salami or no salami? Traditional. I want a traditional Cuban. Which means salami. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Some people call the no salami traditional too, but they're from Miami. <laughs> um, on your hot dog, ketchup or mustard? Mustard. <laughs> that was an easy one. He I cannot do ketchup yeah. on. I can't yeah. eat a hot dog if it has ketchup. You're not supposed to put ketchup on it, so uh, no. we've heard. You know, I couldn't figure out for a long time why I hated hot dogs, and it was because I was putting ketchup on them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't mask the flavor. Yeah. Um, Northern Italian or Southern Italian? Mm, probably uh, Southern. Ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Ribeye or filet? Filet. And that's it. <laughs> Rick Kreisman, Mayor of St. Petersburg. Thank you so much. Thank you for having Check me. out the Mayor's Lounge on YouTube, uh, Kreisman.com and stpete.org. A couple websites there. And stick around. We'll be right back with an entertaining short interview with Janelle Sadler. And wait until you hear her sing jazz. We will be right back. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, guys. This is Chris Walker, and you're listening to CP Foodies Podcast. So we all know that Anada, restaurant and wine bar that is, has fantastic food, specials, cheese and charcuterie, and we've talked about that and could go on all day long. But did you know that they have a fantastic happy hour every single day, not just Monday through Friday, 
but every day that they're open from 4 to 6 p.m., they have $3 beer, $3 select white and red wines. And then they also run other specials um, on Tuesday all day. It's half off of salads, half off of pastas, and half off of flatbreads. And on Sunday Funday, from open till closed, it's half off wine bottles under $100. They have music nights on Monday and Wednesday from 6 to 9 p.m. And they have fantastic wine, so you, and they're at, almost always at great price points. But they do have, if you'd like to bring your own bottle, you can, for a corkage fee of $25 per bottle, as long as they do not sell that same vintage. So if you have a particular special wine that you have been saving for a special occasion, probably at a higher price point because it would be silly to pay $25, this would be a good time to use that. Another restaurant and wine bar is open at 4 p.m. every day. They are located at 300 Beach Drive in beautiful downtown St. Petersburg. You really must go to Anata. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Today, our musical guest is Janelle Sadler. She has won the Best of Tampa Bay Award for Best Female Vocalist two years in a row. She had a two-year gig with Donny Osmond and three years with Natalie Cole. Janelle performs in the rock, pop, and jazz genres. We will feature the jazz song, Swingin' Mood, from the Don't Make Me Laugh album, right after Janelle answers the Fast Five Foodies questions and makes me laugh. As we said, our music today is from Janelle Sadler, and she is here in studio to answer the Fast Five Foodies questions. Welcome, Janelle. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to have you. Thanks for braving downtown St. Pete. Oh, man. Parking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I should have told you. Next time, I'll, I'll t- remind you to bring quarters, because the app doesn't always work. We yeah, found that I out. I noticed that. We found that uh, out, didn't we? <laughs> oh, well. Okay. So, I think we'll, you'll feel better once you answer the Fast Five Foodies questions. Goody. Ready? Okay. Here we go. There's no right or wrong answer, by the way. So. Good, because I'm starting to sweat. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Ah, uh, good old American, but I love Indian. Yeah, I love Indian, too. Do you have any uh, favorites in either, either one? Uh, you mean as far as restaurants? I'm trying to find the right Indian restaurant. I, oh, yeah. Around here, it's kind of hard. I've been back like four years. We first, we, I lived in L.A. for like 23 years. First thing I did, search for Mexican. Mm-hmm. I looked high and low. I ate in the crappy little guy's restaurant that they go to after work. I went everywhere in this town. And you find a lot of food and a lot of cheese. But you don't find a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. There is a, a new place that opened recently. I haven't got to try it yet. Okay. Um, uh, I think it's Twisted Indian, I believe is the name. Ooh. And it's on the 1100 block in the, in the bomb market, uh, kind of where the roundabout is on Central. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, so I'll just pass that on right. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe we can meet up and go try it together. Yeah, because I'd love it. So, so that one actually is, was number three. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, but that's okay. okay. Yeah, we kind of skipped ahead on that. But, What's your least favorite food? Um, I'd have to say probably anything raw. Anything raw. So I mean, I, I love vegetables, but like raw fish, stuff su- like so that. So sushi's out. Slimy. 
So like, no, so it took no, me forever to love avocados. And I started loving them, then I left Southern California. Right. So there you go. Okay. Universe is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so salt or pepper? Salt. Salt, okay. That would be, uh, you're on Lori's team on that, but she's kind of bringing me along on the salt. Oh, yeah. I'm more, but yeah, normally when we eat, she's like cranking out the salt on her food, and I'm cranking out the pepper. That's how that question What about a hot sauce? Oh, hot sauce. I'm, I'm all for anything spicy. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I'm getting better, but okay. yeah, I do like it. I just want flavor. Yeah. Can you cook? My husband cooks. Aha. Uh-huh. Any favorites that he makes? He makes the best tacos. <laughs> best tacos? Okay, I awesome. mean, seriously, he gets the perfect peppers. Mm-hmm. He gets, he found this recipe that's like got the dark sauce that you throw in there. I mm. mean, it's incredible. And it is Taco Tuesday today, so maybe he'll make them tonight. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> fighting right now. Oh, okay. So no tacos for you. The, sorry. No. <laughs> You're going to have, he's going to have sushi waiting for you. Chick-fil-A <laughs> once again. <laughs> so the song that we're going to play is Swing and Mood. And uh, I think you said it was written by your husband. I think you told yes. me an email. When we first started doing this, I would try to figure out the songs, which key it's in, what the chords are. Then I stopped doing it because when I would ask somebody before I told them that I already knew the key, several people didn't know what the key was or the chords were. And right. So then I stopped asking. So should I ask or not? Um, what is it? I think it's B flat. But yeah, I'm I was not... going to say B flat, but I thought that might be Don't Make Me Laugh, my other favorite tune. Yeah. But B flat tends to be my favorite key. Aha, uh-huh. here you go. Well, it's... <laughs> So it's always a safe I guess. I totally believe you on that because you sound amazing on this one. Oh, and, thanks. And, you know, I, I, was listen, I listened to the three different samples that you had told me to listen to, and I really liked all of them. I, I almost wanted to do all three, but we, oh, can't, do, we, can't, do all th- we can't do all three. That's so then cool. I narrowed it down to two, and then I'm like, how do I pick between these two? And then I heard the scat singing. I'm like, okay, scat singing has to win. Yeah. So, uh, so It's called a soli. Is that what? And it's th- actually a learned scat. Oh, so cool. I actually, sing, you know, a lot of times I, when I sing, I just make it up. So and it's my, specific. It's not, it's not improvised. This one was specific, yes. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and it, it, was, uh, it was challenging, and I really enjoyed doing it. This record was a lot of fun. Yeah, so it's, the, uh, the record is Don't Make Me Laugh. That's right. The album. Mm-hmm. And the uh, song from it is Swinging Mood, and here we are. Yay! Thanks, Janelle. down below soon to the ground I'll be crashing leading my swinging mood round and round I go bouncing to and fro changing my mind with a passion leading my swinging mood so helplessly vacillating forever fluctuating I'll always stay the same constantly changing back and forth I go ebbing with the flow under and overreacting, me and my swing Shall I get to do the 
watch out down below Soon to the ground I'll be crashing Me and my swinging mood Round and round I go Bouncing to and fro Changing my mind with a passion Me and my swinging mood So helplessly vacillating Forever fluctuating I'll always stay the same Constantly changing back and forth I go Comments from last week's show. Lori Nicholas says, Great job. See you Saturday. Chris Walker, Love Tony and Grazzi, the best. Marilyn Husley, uh, in response to that, said, Ditto, the best. And Thomas Sullivan says, Best chef in town. And Susan Macbeth says, Fabulous. We went bonkers publishing a ton of new stuff a couple of weeks ago, so this week we just have one new item on the website. We have a review of Beans and Barler with their alcohol-infused ice cream in downtown St. Pete. So look for that on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Next week on the podcast, we have Raphael Perrier from Kawa Coffee. You can email us at lunchbox at stpetersburgfoodies.com. And if you want to listen to us on the go, we are on all the podcast apps out there, most notably. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and also Player FM. You can listen to us on your voice-activated home assistant as well. If you have one of those, you can play us on Apple HomePod, Amazon Echo, and Google Home. This is Pete Pollan from The Galley, and you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guest, St. Petersburg Mayor Rick Kreisman. And thanks to our sponsors. Buya Ramen. Anata Restaurant and Wine Bar. Their sister restaurant, Alto Mare Fish Bar. And Engine Number 9, where, where you, you can, can get, get some, some of the, the best burgers, burgers in St. Pete. Pete. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our intro music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other podcast app, please give us a rating and also remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. I am officially resigning as the mayor of Boogertown.